Thank you for tuning in to the Pivot Queen podcast. Remember to like, share, and comment and follow on all social media platforms at the Pivot Queen pod. For bookings or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, feel free to email thepivotqueen at gmail.com. And remember, when life gives you lemons, learn to pivot queen. Hey, queens. It's your girl, Paige, a.k.a. the Pivot Queen. I hope all is well. Thank you for checking out the podcast today. So you know that if you listen to the last episode, which I know you did, then you know it was a two-parter. And today is part two of the grief depression. Um, It's just my little take on the Great Depression. Um, Depression is great um, in many ways. And... Depends how you look at that. Are you a glass half full or half empty? So with that being said, thank you for joining. And I really appreciate all the feedback. And thank you for letting me know that um, my podcast is not pulling up on Apple um, Podcasts. So I'm not sure what's going on. I'm trying to take care of it. So um bear with me but you can listen to this podcast on other platforms and um i will let you know when apple podcast is up and running but you can check me out on google podcasts podbean spotify apple music iHeartRadio, and player fm All right. And then in addition to that, you can check me out on all social media platforms. I am the Pivot Queen and um, my handle, you'll either, I have a couple, the Pivot Queen podcast, at the Pivot Queen podcast, at the Pivot Queen pod. So if you're having any issues finding me, let me know. Please reach out to me. Interact. I mean, I see y'all are listening. You know, um, do me a favor. Drop me a comment, a like, follow. You know, share this with other pivot queens because we are all pivot queens. And um, I think you know, knowledge is power, and it's important for us to share knowledge, right? So. Anyhow, with that being said, on today's episode, we're going to talk about depression. And um, for me, you all know that I deal with depression and anxiety. And the onset, after like going through everything that I've been through um, and just kind of reflecting and evolving, you know, my ass was evolving, going to therapy and like really working on my mental health. Um, I, I really truly believe the onset of my depression and anxiety was, uh, after I lost my big mom. Um, so her and I were super close and she passed away when I was a student at TSU. And, um, and for the, for those of you all know, yes, that is HBCU. Your girl played volleyball there. But anywho, um, it was just so traumatic for me. And I 
I honestly, and maybe naively, but I was like I was a super sheltered child growing up, but I just thought my big mom was going to live forever. Like, I'm just not even kidding. And to know, to experience such a great loss for me, it was devastating, devastating. So, um, you know, it's been over a decade since she passed away. But if I would have knew the stages of grief beforehand, you know, I think I would have pivoted more gracefully, you know, because I sure did um, almost for a decade, like I struggled and I didn't know it was depression, anxiety, burnout, um, being a single teen mom, trying to maintain, raise another human being, you know, like, it's a lot. It is a lot. And if you don't know you're going through that or didn't know like that feeling was depression or that feeling was anxiety, panic attacks, you know, your mind is just constantly racing and you're living in a state of shock, number one, um, just I was just completely devastated, you know. So I, I'm, I'm so happy to be sharing this with you because for a long time, I lived in shame on how I was coping with these emotions. Um, so that the shame itself, the shame alone is like having the weight of the world on your back. And my son was super young and I was in school full time. I was a student athlete full time. My big mama died. I, I just kind of gave up. Like I was, I don't, I don't know. I was just going through the motions. I felt like a zombie almost mentally, but I didn't know it was depression, right? I didn't know it was grief, you know? So um, if you know somebody going through grief or depression, send them this episode, you know? Like recommend my podcast because as a black woman and as a black woman in America, feeling like we always have uh, must carry the weight of the world on our fucking shoulders. And then like the nerve of us to like stick up for ourselves because nobody else will stick up for us. So be it, you know, like, yeah, like Megan the Stallion says, you know, we have bad days too, shit. Shout out H-Town. Yeah, you know your girls from H-Town. But anyways, I digress. So I am sharing my journey through depression with you. And like I said, didn't know it was depression. All right. So 
Number one, I knew something was wrong in the sense that, so y'all know I am living with breast cancer and it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Shout out to all my warriors and we will uh, definitely get into a breast cancer episode this month. Anyhow, um, and it was... Once I got diagnosed, then it brought attention to my mental health, right? Because my doctor, I was crying all the time and I didn't even know like that was depression. I was, I just thought like my life is sad. You know, I'm having a fucking petty party. Like, you know, no, it is, it was a depression, right? So anyways, um, my oncologist recommend that I go see a psychiatrist and i was like mm, i've been in therapy at that point well it's had just started yeah on and off but consistently i started after my diagnosis anyways so and i sat with that for a few weeks and i'm like psychiatrist oh my gosh like what if she diagnosed me like being crazy oh my god oh my god you know but um the depression and anxiety was just out of control. And I tried to like, I don't know, chalk it up to it being something else, but no, it was depression. And I wasn't on any antidepressants. Um, I wasn't on, I wasn't being treated for it medically. So anywho, um, so yeah, she's like, you need to go see a psychiatrist. And I'm like, oh my God, let's add another fucking doctor to the team, right? Because if you're a breast cancer patient or even a cancer patient, or you are dealing with some health issues, you know, shout out to the people that have a team of doctors like I do. But sometimes I feel like I want to be able to tell my one doctor I just feel this way without them saying, oh, you need to go get that checked out. And it's only because I am a cancer patient, right? So like if I tell my oncologist that my back hurts or something, she's like, oh, go get him eyes, you know? So we're always a lab rat. But anyways, we're going to talk about that on a different episode. But so I, I went to go see a psychiatrist after an incident where I was um, going on a hike with my dogs. And this is a hike that we did often. And so we were excited, but for some reason, when we were about to enter into the trail, I just had an overwhelming sense of like panic. Like my heart started racing. I like felt like my knees were about to buckle and I was gonna faint. It was just the weirdest thing, but it was terrifying. It was terrifying for me. And 
all of a sudden then I started to think like, oh my God, what if a bobcat like follows us and I don't have a walking stick and I don't have my taser? And my, I mean, all, all these thoughts were racing through my brain and I just had to find the nearest bench and sit down. And like, it was a sheer, sheer panic. You know, and then that's when I realized I had my first and hopefully only panic attack. But after that happened, I walked back home and I found me a psychiatrist. I'm not even lying. So with that being said, I went to see her and I was diagnosed with a major depressive disorder. And my psychiatrist was super sweet. She was like, it's just a title. It's fine. It's just a title. But she didn't know internally. I was thinking, that's it? Okay. Like, oh, I knew I was depressed. I wasn't too far off. But what concerned her was it, what made it um, major depressive disorder was that I was having suicidal ideations. Right? Like, what if my life, my life, I think, this, like, you feel like you can't take the pain. But you can, some people can't see the pain. You know, some people don't communicate through the pain. You know, they just sit and suffer in silence. And it's awful because I did that. And if you listen to my past season, you know that I abused alcohol. Like, I was a fucking hot mess. Okay? And when I tell you hot mess, what is the term, the saying? Hot mess express. It was hot mess express, hot mess, just a hot fucking mess. Okay. But remember, I'm operating in that and I didn't know, we'll say pre-cancer and, and post-cancer because before I was diagnosed, I'll say pre-diagnosed and post so before I was diagnosed, I was operating in a broken manner. Physically, didn't know how severe it was physically, uh, mentally, emotionally, ugh. But not knowing, like I couldn't verbalize it. I just knew like I felt broken, okay? And I'm really proud of myself for getting help because I have family members that would say, you know, everybody doesn't need therapy. And I remember thinking, are you fucking kidding me? The people who say that are the main ones who need to go to therapy. And I, I mean, and from that point on, my life improved. It got better, you know, and I call it like when I'm going to have a depressive episode, I can feel it. You know, it usually goes away within a day or two, maybe a weekend, you know. But what I have noticed, and just imagine like, a, you know, when you have like a thought and the, the light bulb goes off, imagine having a dark cloud. Sometimes that cloud is like gray and cloudy, right? Sometimes it's black. And it just, it's persistent and it only rains on you mentally, right? And there are different things that can trigger it, trigger an episode. 
there are things that can trigger the diagnosis, right? So with that being said, she's like, you have, um, uh, gosh, I'm losing my train of thought, major depressive disorder. So MDD. Okay. So I'm just, you know, y'all know I love me a little talk space. So I'm just going to read you a little bit on what talk space um, has described depression to be. What is depression? So just listen and remember, go ahead and grab your tea, grab your drink, get in a little cozy spot because I'm just going to give y'all some great information. And remember, you may not be going through this. Maybe it's somebody else, but I will start with this. Check on your strong friends. Okay. All right, let's get this baby rolling. So depression is more than just feeling sad. It's a mental illness that can be tremendously debilitating. According to the National Institute of Mental Health, depression is one of the most common mental illnesses in the U.S. with 7.3 or 7.1% adults suffering from it. While depression is slightly more common in women than men, 8.7% versus 5.3% depression doesn't discriminate by gender, age, or race. So some of the symptoms include depressed mood, feeling numb, you lose interest in normal activities, trouble eating and sleeping, decrease energy, and decrease self-esteem. You are common, commonly diagnosed with depression if you have experienced these symptoms for two weeks or more. Suicidal ideation or th thoughts of self-harm are also possible and may warrant emergency care. Although someone lives Although someone who lives with depression may feel resistance to the idea, treatment for depression is typically very successful. Hello, I am living proof of that. Certain lifestyle choices like exercising and limiting alcohol intake can be helpful, but usually therapy, possibly in conjunction with medication is considered the most effective oh my god let me just like take one in for myself <laughs> all right so um yeah depression in a nutshell right like and what just blew my mind when I was in therapy, like talking to or during my initial appointment with my psychiatrist, we talked about alcohol and I told her, yes, I abuse alcohol. I abused in the past tense. And, you know, this is like my medical history and all this stuff. Right. And she just like dropped these gems about drinking alcohol and how it was a slippery slope for people who have depression and anxiety. 
and which I didn't even think, you know this, but you don't think about it when you're drinking, but it makes you more depressed, right? So giving up alcohol for me was like the best thing, you know, because you feel good every fucking day, you know, but that dark cloud does rear its ugly poof sometimes, you know, and for me, I started with just traditional therapy, you know, going, seeing a therapist, talking. Um, and the difference between like a therapist or a counselor and a psychiatrist is that a psychiatrist can prescribe you medication, right? So it sounds like a big, ugly um, description of a person, of a profession. But in fact, it's not really scary at all. So with that being said, you know, let me know in the comments how you feel. Please let me know how you feel. All right. Because if you're depressed, shout it out. Talk about it. You know, it's really good to talk. Get it out because we are all going through it at some point you know it's hard it's it's a feeling of really having the blues you feel sad and then there are different types of depression you may have postpartum depression you may have like a depression that was brought on by a traumatic event you know so with that, I just want you to know help is out there. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. I just told you that medication therapy is proven to be the most effective protocol, therapy, regimen for a person suffering with depression and anxiety. You know, working out. You know, I don't talk about it much, but also, I mean, my life was really going through a lot of changes and my doctor recommended trying yoga and mindfulness. And in addition to going to therapy and taking antidepressants, I started going to yoga, fell in love with it. It changed my life, being able to self-regulate and slow the mind down and just get on the mat and listen to the instructor. Um, that changed my life physically too. And mentally, emotionally, and for sure, spiritually, right? So I beg you, try something different. Like if you're sad, go for a walk. You know, I walk my dogs every morning. We're at the, at the lake by 5 a.m., sometimes 4.30 but I know it's going to help my mental and my body. And it's just overall really good for you, but you have to take the first step. You know, you have to take action and don't be ashamed to call a therapist, call a uh, psychiatrist, you know, get a recommendation because the benefits outweigh the cons. There's nothing negative. 
you know, and I'm a, I'm a book reader and we're going to go through that too. So I just started to really change my mindset to only doing things that make me happy, right? Not selfishly and being very intentional about that, right? So for example, I love to do yoga and I know how it makes me feel. I mean, aside from like medicine, the spiritual aspect of dealing with something that's higher than you because you've been diagnosed with something, um, it really, it changes you. And sometimes it changes people for the good and sometimes the bad. So for me, it got really good and continues to get better every day. So, but I had to go through those things and invest in myself to know what, what this is. Why do I feel this way? Um, it's okay. It's okay. And one thing, well, one of many things I love about Talkspace is that they have free mental health tests on their website. So you can take a depression test. You can take an anxiety test. I mean, everything. PTSD. Oh, man. You know, so it's okay to not be okay. And trust me, like, I had to miss shooting episodes because I was depressed, guys. You know, I had to go get my medication adjusted because over time you start to, your body starts to, you know, adapt to it. Your weight fluctuates, you go up and down. And then when you um, either add in a medication or take one away, there are side effects, you know, so it's rough, it's hard. And so I really appreciate y'all just like supporting me. I'd appreciate it even more if you interact with me more, you know, shout me out on social media. Tell me like, how do you get through your depression or anxiety moments? We are in this together and make sure you follow me on all social media platforms, especially on Facebook. I have a private group there. I would love for you to join so I can interact with y'all. You know, and like I said, how yoga changed my life. I now bring that to kids and teens because it just brings me so much joy and they love it, you know, and I just love helping them because they don't know what they're feeling, you know, and nine times out of 10, if they do it, they're probably seen their parents do it or something or you know repeat their parents you know how kids are but it's important for us to show up for ourselves because as a black woman in america we have to wear so many hats and masks and like it's mentally exhausting so you know invest in yourself do the work on your mental health and i always say it's mental illness when you don't do anything about it. But if you're seeking help, if you're in active therapy or under medical guidance, 
I view that as mental health, right? We work out, you take care of your body in a gym, your brain needs to be cleaned out too. You go, you detox your body. Why not like release some of those cobwebs onto a professional who can give you feedback and you get to implement these little tools that you have accumulated in your tool bag and you, throughout life and you just move on and you start to see the growth. Your circles are gonna change, but you have to do the work on yourself. You know, I challenge you to write down three things that would make you happy. Three things that would make you happy. And if you're at that fork in the road, because this, this is exactly what I did. I wrote down what would make me happy. And then that was like my main goal for, you know, maybe three or six months. But I had to focus on the baby steps it took to get there. So maybe, for example, this, this, this is so true. Okay. So I was a vet tech for 15 years um, in various departments for, uh, like I said, 15 years. And I knew. I was burned out. The pay, if you're a vet tech or work in the vet medicine field, you know, the money ain't there unless you're a vet and still it ain't even really there unless you're like booming, you know, but I had reached the, as far as I was going to go without being a vet. So I knew I kind of either wanted to be a vet or a lawyer. And that's when I wrote down three things that would make me happy. And one was leaving the veterinary medicine field. Two was um, entertaining the law aspect of my of life now. And the last one was i remember this in in looking back this is crazy this is how like when i started to go through therapy and stuff my goal for therapy was to i want to work on everything for my husband right because i've never been married and oh little did i know just looking back little did i know i just thought it was going to be easy going there for like i don't know two months consistently do the work and blah blah, blah. i couldn't have been so wrong and so far from the truth. So anyways, write down three things that make you happy, right? And really just like write down what it would take to get there, you know? And maybe you just start with writing. Thank you for listening to the Pivot Queen podcast. The Pivot Queen really appreciates all your support. The Pivot Queen is a firm believer we're better together. And when life gives you lemons, learn to pivot, queen. Please follow on TikTok at the pivot queen and Instagram at the underscore pivot underscore queen. For comments or bookings, email the pivot queen at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to the pivot queen podcast. The pivot queen really appreciates all your support. The pivot queen is a firm believer. We're better together. And when life gives you lemons, learn to pivot, queen. Please follow on TikTok at the pivot queen and Instagram at the underscore pivot underscore queen. For comments or bookings, email the pivot queen at gmail.com.
Thank you for tuning in to the Pivot Queen podcast. Remember to like, share, and comment and follow on all social media platforms at the Pivot Queen pod. For bookings or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, feel free to email thepivotqueen at gmail.com. And remember, when life gives you lemons, learn to pivot queen.